2. It's a still November day, a high, clear sky. The bush shimmers in the heat, and light glints on the gums. Quartz crystals sparkle underfoot, but there's also something somber. The bird calls are muted. Tea tree roots reach through the earth like the skeletal hands of the dead. Anne used to make up stories about those ossified hands as she and Hannah walked along these tracks, back when Han was young and wanted spooky tales. She looks at her other daughter, Ada, scampering just ahead, her attention snared by a clump of wombat droppings here, some lichen there, sometimes by nothing at all as far as Anne can tell. Ada is six. She's special. That's how they put it these days. And in fact, although Anne dislikes such words, she does feel her daughter is exceptional. She's just hard put to say in exactly what way. She watches Ada stumble, then lurch forward. There's a small damp patch between her narrow shoulders. Anne wipes sweat from her own eyes and pauses to readjust the pack, hoisting it off her back. She searches for her child's dark head. Ada has walked in the bush other times, day walks in the Dandenongs and along the Great Ocean Road, and they've camped by the car. They did it last night. She thought a short overnight walk, just three hours to Sela's Cove, would be manageable. She's no longer so sure. She doesn't look away from her, is careful to ensure Ada is never more than a few paces in front. But the little girl isn't burdened by a pack. Anne's is too heavy. She's less fit than she'd thought. This brief stop, barely a moment's pause, and already the gap between them has widened. Ada, walk with me! Anne calls. Come here, sweetheart. She racks her mind for some inducement to bring her closer. Ada doesn't like her hand held at the best of times. Let me tell you a story, Anne offers. She says this, but she knows no words can hold this daughter's attention. In fact, Ada isn't listening. She's clutching Seely to her chest, the ragged toy's long ribbon dragging behind her like a tail. She's darting forward, her sneakers pounding the path, increasing the distance between herself and her mother. Anne attempts a slight jog, but she's too encumbered. Then the path turns and then quickly twists again. She loses sight of Ada. The pack bounces on her sore shoulders. She wishes she had dressed her daughter in brighter colours. Ada's grey T-shirt disappears in the scrub. Has she done anything right from the moment Robert left? and she began contemplating this walk? It was never supposed to include Ada. She's only here because of the new girlfriend. It was meant to be Robert's turn with Ada, but he wanted the new woman to meet Hannah first, to meet Hannah without Ada there. It might be too much in one go, Robert said. Remembering this, Anne is momentarily unnerved and trips on a tea tree route. She staggers, just managing to stay upright. Jarred, the blister on her foot is rekindled, flaring into a small blaze on her heel. She smothers a curse. A flock of parrots startles into the air just ahead, cawing in annoyance. Ada stops to stare at the crimson and violets and greens, fluttering like streamers. They reel and soar. Birds, Anne says. Rosellas, Ada, aren't they pretty? Ada grins. A skein of drool catches the light. 
Anne recognises the faraway look in her eye, the tilt of her head. She's tiring. Anne asks herself if she's gone ahead with the walk to spite Robert. But she doesn't think so. She was looking forward to walking alone, has always been happiest outdoors, and thought it was still doable when Robert changed the arrangement. She remembers a mother newly single who failed to supervise a party when Hannah was fourteen. Anne arrived to collect Hannah and found her vomiting on the nature strip. It's my ex's fault, the woman inside said. I had to leave for half an hour to get more food and look what happened while I was away. She indicated the liquor piled on the dining table. How can anyone be expected to raise a child alone? she demanded. Anne had wanted to slap her. Surely she's not like that woman. Up ahead, Ada is crouching, sealing.